Hey guys, it's the Two Bees in a Pod podcast with Brayden and Brendan. Uh, welcome. Sit back, relax, grab like a snack or your favorite beverage, and listen to us just talk about random garbage. Anyway, thanks for tuning in. We'll see you soon. extra chocolate bars because I really liked his mommy costume and then his mother told me that he's actually dressed as Iron Man and that the bandages were from the barns welcome to two bees in the pod that's awful welcome to our episode 24 of the show and episode 4 of our spooky spectacular i feel so bad for the child well you know it's it's understandable but it is what it is so we are of course doing our halloween special this month for october while we get ready for the big halloween. i'm brendan by the way <laughs> yes of course i am count von braden and my co-host frank and brendan frank and brendan <laughs> so we are watching our double features, double spooky creature features as we get ready for the big day where the kids go out for their diabetes treatise. Double creature feature. That's right. So, shall we kick it off the only way we know and roll some dice and break, some, break the ice and talk about whatever? Break some ice, Braden. Break some ice. Let's go. All right. So, today roll we some. are doing pick or treat. So, we okay. are going, okay, it's a little game. You, you, you take the lead on this one. Okay. I want to I okay. see what you're thinking. So what we're going to do, we okay. all have our favorite Halloween candy treats. Damn right. The ones that we go out on November 1st and buy at Walmart at an amazing discount price. Damn right. You. Or and, Giant Tiger, actually. Or Giant Tiger, wherever, wherever you get your buy discount local. candy treats. Buy, buy local or at least buy Canadian. Or the dollar store. Yeah. Although by November 1st, the dollar store has Christmas candies. But anyway. Yep. So you and I, we're going to make, we're going to create our Me little, our little collection of. We're going to pick right. three of our favorite Put candies Halloween. in our bucket. Yes, three. You get to pick okay. three, but okay. we're going to alternate, and right. once one of us picks the candy, it's off the table. Okay. So and this has to be a a Halloween candy. A Halloween These are fun size. Yes. Or you're not picking uh, candy canes. Got to get them in the or, yeah. yeah. So, I can't pick Charleston Chew randomly. Like it's got to be what we were. What, what you're we gonna get from Halloween? Yeah. If you got, yeah. I mean, if you went to some British lady's house and she gave you a Charleston Chew back in 1995, sure, go for it. You can add that to your bucket. But it's very American chocolate too. I think it's actually made by the Tootsie Roll Company. Could be. It's nougat. Yeah. Anyway, it is delicious nougat. I will. I will humbly give you the first choice. So, tell me, Brendan. What's your candy pick for? What's your pick? Okay. Your pick your treat. All right. This one's going to be a bit divisive, but I'm going to have to I'm going to have to go ahead and start off with my guilty pleasure candy. Mm-hmm. Um, rockets. Oh, the, yeah. The little, little chalk, them, them little chalk, uh, chalky hockey pucks. Yep. Uh, I've have always held a very uh, good big place in my heart. That was one of the first candies that I always got um, consistently from. Uh, was it uh, for about five years straight? I would say until I was about ten. Uh, there was a uh, there's this lady because even when I moved to uh, St. Paul, I still wound up uh, 
going trick-or-treating at Elk Point, and then if there was still time, we'd trick-or-treat in St. Paul, because my, all my mom's friends were still at Elk Point at the time. Fair. So we would still, I would go there, I'd trick-or-treat with my old friends and stuff like that. Yep. There's one lady always gave me a, always gave out handfuls Well, you of do, because they're like... Six or seven packs of rockets. Six. Very easy to grab yeah. them. It's like six, six packs for a nickel kind of thing. Now, I have to ask you again. Also, they're tubular, they're, so easier to grab. Now, the question I have for you regarding the, the rocket chalky candies, because I do uh, the, mm, I do enjoy them myself. Do you eat yeah. them one puck at a time, or do you just oh, like shotgun the whole thing? No, one puck at a time, although there was also the uh, – there's uh, option C that I'm not sure if you know about. Uh, what you would do, Braden, is you would crush up the pack of rockets, and then, much like with Fun Dip, you take a lollipop, and then you coat the lollipop in the fun dip cocaine powder and then proceed to go to town. See, that is a much different method than what some of the kids in my class did when I was in school growing up. They snorted it, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, it went up the nose. Yeah, those are I, I am proud to say that I was not one of those stupid children. Kids, yeah, don't put candy up your child. nose. <laughs> yeah. But listening to those idiots, I did learn that apparently the pink ones hurt more than the rest. Anyway. Yes. So, also, pixie sticks. Rock. Ugh. Rocket the candies. one thing that people didn't realize about pixie sticks, by the way, uh, they have citric acid in them. Yep. So yes, yep. yes, they would yep. hurt. <laughs> yep. So rocket candies, good choice, good off first the pick. Table. We are off the table. Yep. In my bucket. See, I'm one that. We're in my little pumpkin. I, I as a kid, I would eat them like individually because, of course, you got to like Same. savor them. Now as an adult, yep. because like I'm, I'm a grown up with grown up monies. I just shotgun them. You just undo well, one also, end and just whoop, the whole tube. Oh. Also, we're adults. We have no time to do things like sit around and savor Enjoy our time. Joy candy. That's for when we take vacation days. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. My first pick uh, for my Alrighty. my pick or treat candy roster. I'm gonna what go. I'm gonna go with my favorite, and it's the it's the one that I take out of my daughter's candy bucket every year. Ah, dad tax. My dad tax. That's why yep. you become a parent. Yep, kids. Don't fight us. We've nope. been you put us through a lot. We get our dad tax, our parent We're tax. We're also bigger than you. That's right. That's the other thing. <laughs> you couldn't you fight, fight me on it, then you're not going out next year, and I hope you can ration your candy for two years. Anyway, Damn I'm right. going to, it's one of the I'm I know is gonna I, my, for me again, it's gonna be divisive because a lot of people don't like this, but I gotta go with the Tootsie Rolls. Oh, the, I like the Tootsie, Tootsie Rolls. Rolls is it's 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 good. Yeah, I love it. You get that variety of flavors. Now they yeah. got like the fun ones, and it to me it lasts because it's yeah, it's s'mores one really. Yeah, it's like taffy. Yeah. yeah, it's basically getting like a little thing of taffy. Yeah, versus like like as much as I love the rockets, the rockets for me are like one and done. And you're like, well, where's the yeah. next? Whereas the tootsie roll, I can let it like you sit on your tongue, you let it melt, you chew it, it stuck in yep. your teeth. So I'm going tootsie rolls off the table. What's your number That's two fair. pick? That's fair. I do I do like tootsie rolls too. The um I used to uh, flatten them out when I was a kid, and I would wrap them around other candy. Mm. Like, a, like a little uh, like a little Tootsie Crepe. You had, like, quite um, the candy lab going as a child, didn't you? Oh, dude. I used to, like, chop up chocolate bars, melt them a little bit in the microwave, put that on ice cream. There's a reason I'm a fat guy now. <gasps> I built my gut by myself. We should, I know what's in it. We should do, We should do, like, a kid's candy lab YouTube channel. Oh, yeah, that'd be fun. TM, I, nobody steal that. That's ours. Yeah, TM, TM, TM. TM, TM. Copyright. Uh, Netflix? Uh, don't you dare. 
or do or hire Candy us for Lab it. Is ours. You can you can hire us for it. We'll do it for you. Yeah, that that too. I'm all right with it. Yeah. Uh, talk to my agent. Um. Oh yeah, sorry. My second one. Uh. Okay. So I got another la- layer of fondness. Um. I'm gonna go with Tootsie, but Tootsie Pops. Yeah, Tootsie Pops. That's a good one. Yeah. You get the yeah variety. the classic the little. Yeah, man. Yeah. The, lots of different flavors, constant, and then and the 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 looking forward to the Tootsie Center. Yep. You ever you ever actually manage to suck a Tootsie Pop all the way down to the chocolate, or do you just lose patience and crunch? No, I I I I quite often make it through the sucker into the Tootsie yeah. Pop, and then yeah. once I get to that layer where like my tongue hits chocolate, then it's the crunch, mm. and you're like, I know it's thin enough that like, <sighs> yeah. but. Oh, you also get candy covered chocolate. You do. And that's why I yeah. crunch into it is because you get that like I like that that texture difference the of the with chewy the with the crunchy. Outside. Yeah. One of the very rare it's times like, where my where my sensory yeah. doesn't overload with having crunchy things in my soft food. Interesting. Mm-hmm. All right, so, cool, man. Cool. Pops off of the table. Yep. I'm gonna have to go ooh. Um ooh. Uh, it's a, it's the last one, so this one it's the second to last second one. Second to last so one really is the um narrow it down. Um, is is because it's it's in a variety, but I'm gonna go with like the Reese cups. Oh yeah, Reese, the Reese peanut butter cups. Yeah, it's it's a good one. I know for you, it's not gonna be something that's gonna get taken off the roster because you know, nope, peanut butter, you're gonna die. But yep, um, I'm so glad you remembered. I did. <laughs> Unlike the other six times that you didn't remember. But yeah, so that's that's that one for me. Yeah. Now you're okay. I can I can see that. Uh, it was it was always interesting because one thing that I did enjoy quite a bit about uh, uh about the Reese's is um while I couldn't eat them, it always guaranteed that I had something to share with mom because oh. she never grew up with Halloween. Because that's very much a Western, like like uh, North American thing. Yeah. So when Mum would go out trick or treating with me, and I would get peanut stuff, I wouldn't get like pissed off or anything. It'd be like, oh, Mum can that, have that. That's a it's a like, it's a written in Mum tag. Yeah, pretty much. And I don't. And that way, she doesn't touch any of my other candy. Like it, she would only ever eat the peanut stuff, like uh, peanut glossettes or M and M's or what have you. Like. It was always just okay. That goes in the mom pile. That goes in the mom pile. Yep. Um, because she wasn't picky. Because she never had like a plethora of candy as a child. Like the most uh, exotic thing that she got to really have that would be considered like a candy is like candied banana slices, basically, mm. like melted brown sugar on top of dried banana slices. And that's like that was oh. like her that was her go to guilty pleasure back in the day. Sounds really um, good. Oh, it's amazing. Did I make that my um, third pick. <laughs> well yeah that'd be ooh, i know right um <laughs> they also cover them sometimes in uh uh candied sesame seeds ooh. so it's like crunch on top of like soft crunch um which is really good mm. but yeah i think um okay third pick this one's tough because i have to narrow it down from like all of my halloween memories yep but uh i'm gonna go with something that's technically not a candy but candy in a can I'm gonna go with co-op brand soda. Oh yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. Sometimes you, you sometimes go down, you go to the kid. rich part of town. 
Yep. They bought, you know, four, five, 12 packs of, uh, of, of like co-op flat. branded yep. black cherry, orange root the variety beer. pack. And you, and you'd get the choice. Yep. Sometimes you, you go to those pick. nice houses. They give you the choice. Like you want grape cream, soda, orange, Black cherry and orange. Yep. My go-to's See, as children. And as, as a child, never liked cream soda. Honestly, there was always that. Like to me, in my in my in my childlike brain, there mm. was a part of me that was like, "Oh yeah, I'm so excited because I get a can of pop." And then a part of you that was like, "Crap, now I have to carry this thing for the rest yep. of the night." And your your but, bag got yep. very heavy very yep. quickly. The more how the more pop houses you you managed to hit. The thing that I loved about getting the pop, though, is that it gave me something to sip on while walking the entire night. Yeah. So I would just, like, take one of the cans out, pop the top, go ahead and, you know, have my have my soda while walking around. So I'm consuming the sugar while burning the sugar off. Um, and that was, like, the one night where mom didn't care that I was drinking soda, like, four or five cans. Yeah. Because it was, it's Halloween. You're it's burning a thing. Now, yeah. disclaimer, kids. Remember, like, this is important life lesson. Listen True. close. When you get the can in your candy bag, do yep. not drag your candy bag on the ground. No, you'll wreck it. Yeah, and my daughter did that two and... years ago and oh. hit a rock. Oh. And punctured it. Oh, no. And it made a mess. The candy carnage. Uh-huh. Although. Have you ever tried to wash sticky candy wrappers so that they were like, it, like it, they stick the, it, it's a nightmare. Don't, oh, don't, don't, I don't had, do it. I had a, uh, my, my go-to candy bag was a doubled up, uh, was doubled up pillowcases. Mm. We had a really um, nice, I had a nice, uh, like bag. It was like a canvas bag that my mom uh, had actually, yeah. back then, uh, my mom did a lot of like fabric painting. So oh, she nice. had made these like well, custom, custom painted canvas bags for me and my brother and that's what we did every yeah because that's that because the family would have been you your brother your sister no it so... was just me and my brother at that point because my my oh, okay my other two siblings uh uh they're like they were significantly older than i was and so like they were in like college age by the time we were oh. so they didn't it was just me and my younger brother that would go out oh i didn't know your other two were like that much older oh yeah oh okay cool yeah so that well, leaves anyway. it comes back to me it does. Final one, dude. Final one. And now this one, I'm going to go again. Um, It's nostalgic for me. I can, mm-hmm. w- they don't, they're not as prevalent. I don't come across them as often. Candy corn. No, I just buy candy corn. Yeah, like, that's fair. That's also not, that's also very much not a good trick-or-treating candy, No, because by it's, the way. it's just open. Like, you just dump yeah. corn into a bag. Like you And it's weird, too, because, like, uh, you could find candy corn in individual packets for Halloween handing out, but it feel, it looks like only ten pieces of candy corn. If the, which Dan, that's generous. I've seen them with, yeah. like, six. Yeah, like, that's, that's yeah, not, yeah, I, that, I saw. That, uh, that does not make good candy. No. No. It's not. Is, it's, it's a very kids either love it or hate yeah. it. Yeah, it's the so in the mini chocolate bars. Mm. My absolute. Ooh, okay, it's a broad broad category. It's, but what I'm not taking them with? all. I'm gonna narrow it down because I'm not going yeah. to be like I got, got you got re- already. So what yeah. are you thinking? Bro? Is the crispy crunch chocolate bars? Oh, more peanut butter. Yeah, because as a kid, yeah. one of my favorite things to do is I take I would take that and I put the chocolate bar in my mouth and just like lick the chocolate off. And you yeah, get and this you like peanut really center. nice peanut brittle center that's all on yeah. its own and it crunch. Oh, but as an adult, score bars are exactly like that. Right. Yep. 
That's... Yeah, I love the score bits ones mm-hmm. where you could like those little ones at Dollarama. Oh, pop that right on your tongue, let her melt. Absolutely. That's perfect road. That's perfect road trip candy for me. Yeah, gets all like stuck in your teeth, and you're like, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Then it just becomes the candy that keeps on giving. That's right. How about you know what? I'm enjoying this. Let's do a bonus. Let's do the bonus round. All right, bonus round. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. Let's do uh, okay for the bonus round. Let's do a candy that you wouldn't necessarily that doesn't evoke Halloween, but sort of like an oddity that you remember from your childhood that you oddly loved. Okay. What you got? What you got? I'm gonna that, go straight up odd... the odd candy that I didn't. Yeah. Okay. Now again, just to clarify, this doesn't. This isn't necessarily. Nope. I got like it. Name brand candy. I got it. Because yeah. I don't, I've, it, it, it was one glorious summer when this candy mm-hmm. existed. I've okay. not seen it since. I've not looked for it, but I haven't seen it. Sure. It was torture on my mouth. It was called Viper. And it was, oh, it was okay. a literal like plastic. Sounds like warheads. It was like a plastic test tube. Oh. And in the test tube, there was a four different layers of like powdered sugar. And there was a yellow Mm. one, a blue layer, a red layer and a green layer. And it was the sourest powder you've ever experienced in your life. Much like if you took, that sounds great. Yeah. If you took warheads and you hit them in a, like a coffee grinder and just poured that in a test tube, that's what we're dealing with. Interesting. And I'll remember, I'll never forget as long as I live. um, It was one summer, my brother and I, we, we got the pleasure of going with my dad, in his semi truck, he drive around and recycle scrap metal, and he took us with him. And we were going, we were going on an adventure with my dad, and he bought us both a tube of this Viper powder. And I was sitting in the front of the semi truck, and I'm like, you, you kind of do a little bit, like toss a little back in your mouth, and oh, pucker up. And as I yeah. was tossing back a little bit of powder in my mouth, oh, back of the throat. No, my dad hit the train tracks. And I got half the tube in my mouth. Oh, no. And the clench of the jaw was so intense. I have not experienced jaw pain like that to this day. Eyes watering. There's probably malic acid. Oh, it was. It was pretty much just. I'm pretty sure it was malic acid and food coloring. That stuff can tear your mouth up. Oh, it did. By the time you were done that Mm -hmm. test tube, your cheeks were just raw. But yep. that is that's my I'm gonna go with that one for my oddity. Yeah. How about you? Great way to, funnily enough, great way to get rid of a uh, uh, a gum infection. True <laughs> story. Have uh, yeah, have, uh, have eat a bunch of warheads. There's a dude on uh, YouTube. He's like, yeah, I've been taking. Uh, sorry, just adjusting the microphone. Um, this dude's like, yeah, I've been taking uh, these uh, the, these these antibiotics for a while now because I have an infection in my cheek. Um, because I bit my cheek, I got infected, yada yada yada. And uh, the guy, you know, th- at one point, this dude's eating candy, totally forgets that warheads are covered in pain, Ugh. so pops it in his mouth, and Instant he literally regret. feels the malic acid like eat <laughs> at the pus ball. It's entering in my his mouth. skin. Oh yeah, like it, like yeah, because it's it's literal acid, so yep. like it it like eats through that raw bit in his cheek, and it basically pops a cyst or whatever yeah. on the inside of his mouth. Um, and it was the worst pain he's ever felt, but it got rid of the infection. Yeah. So how about you? <laughs> odd candy. Let's like, what do you got? An odd, an odd candy that I find in my bucket. Yeah. Um. Okay. So, 
uh, straight up popcorn balls. Yep. There was yep. marshmallowy, salty, sweet with candy in them. Uh, popcorn balls. Yep. My my favorite popcorn ball that I've ever gotten as a kid. Always plastic wrapped and always made by a woman, usually over forty. Yep. Um, ours, with love. Ours lived three doors down from us. Yes, mine was my like second stop. Yeah. For many years, it was after I stopped at the church for candy. We'd always uh, the 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 next door person to the church in uh, Elk Point always gave out popcorn balls. Yeah. And she always ran out real quick because some kids would do the whole would do the old uh, here swap masks so we can go back like <laughs> uh, shenanigans. Um, I had a tougher time doing things like that because I, I my mom loves me and she got me where, where I lacked so delicious gummies. She bought me things like the uh, what was it the Red Rangers uh, the the Red Ranger costume uh, Darth Vader. I was uh, Obi Wan Kenobi one year. I had like a little robe and everything. Ooh, uh, hold that thought. A... We're gonna we're gonna oh. circle back to the costume thing in a minute. I oh, have yeah, an idea, sure. but yeah. Okay. So and yeah. I know popcorn exactly balls, popcorn balls. One. That for me yeah. growing up, that was like my brother and I. That was our built-in mom tax because oh, my yeah. mom loved those. So we would make sure yep. to go to that house before yep, two or three. jumping into the car with my dad and going to the rich part of town, just so that when we got yep. home, it was like mom's looking and she's like, "Okay, I'm gonna check the candy." Finds the popcorn balls. Boom, done. Here you go. Have a nice day. Yep. She'd get the. Oh, she, thanks, kid. Yeah. You got what I like. She'd get the two popcorn balls, one like one from each of my my brother and I, and then she would get yep. those stupid. I hate them. I have such disdain for them. But those what crappy little in the orange wrapper with the skull and bats on them. I don't even know what they are. What are the chocolate covered marshmallows? No, it was like I don't know. It was just some tarry little chewy like crap tootsie roll but it was in like orange wrapping and it had skulls and bats oh, all over it the butterscotch candies that tasted like burnt caramel yes i know those, those ones my mom adored oh, those and it was like God. get rid of this garbage get it out of yeah. here you take that God. mom tax my mom loved those too. right i don't understand why adults lo- i don't even like them now so i don't know if it's like, you because had to be born you had to be a born era before candy was invented yeah, if you like molasses, Ugh. you probably like those. Yeah. Oy. People that think licorice is a candy. Yeah. Side note, my favorite popcorn balls uh, from this one lady, because sometimes if you were lucky, she'd give you two, especially if she recognized you or loved your costume. Um, one year I went as, uh... oh man, it was when I was like four or five, and I was dressed up as, yeah, I was dressed up as tiny Darth Vader, and I had my um lightsaber and i was like swinging the lightsaber around trying to like act like vader and she thought it was so cute she gave me two and i remember that year distinctly because that was around when my brain switched on if you know what i mean yeah uh like four or five years old is when i like activated if you know like when my memories sort of start um i remember that because she gave me two and i was super excited and mom was i had a big smile on her face and the group of kids i was with were all happy because they each got uh either one or two um and uh, it was cool because I noticed that this woman would use different fillings for each popcorn ball. Like the one in my left hand had like jelly beans. Oh, and the yeah. The one in yeah. my right hand had uh, they were like Lucky Charms mush- marshmallows. Oh, yeah. Like I don't remember them being soft. I remember them being a little crunchy, and then melting in my mouth. Mm. Like that texture. I rem- I remember that like crunch, crunch, then like the melt away. 
So yeah, yeah. I, I really like those. Cool. I like pop I like popcorn balls. Well, I would say your mom and I would get along. Yes. So I would say that we have significantly broken ice. Oh, our, our buckets are full. Our buckets are full. My mouth is watering. So much candy. Should we carry on? Mm. I'm liking where uh, we are as 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 uh, in Halloween as a child. Oh, and I like where you're at with this uh, with this conversation are, of costumes. So are Brendan you feeling nostalgic. I am, Brendan. I think we should take a nostalgia trip. Chugga chugga choo choo. Let's go back in time to our Halloweens of youths. And I want mm. you to recant to me one of your fondest Halloween costumes as a child. One you remember Ooh. and that was your favorite. Maybe it was your favorite. Maybe it had a memory attached to it. But let's nostalgia trip old okay. Halloween costume. Okay. Um... It would be the first one I made myself. Ooh. When I was a kid, my dad uh, took me hunting a few times. And uh, he showed me this um, basically fake gun, like a fake shotgun that he made out of an old piece of gray PVC pipe and some cut wood um, that his dad cut for him. And it was and he, on the side of it literally just like painted uh in black paint was brian's gun that was my dad's name brian mm. um and uh so i saw that and my dad also had this old plastic poncho that had camo on it and uh he gave that to my mom for the first time he took her hunting and uh my first costume was a hunter that i made with camo cargo pants uh a camo t-shirt the uh uh the poncho which was way too big for me as like at, a, at like the age of 7 mm-hmm. um and uh, uh my my dad's fake gun and uh and it was obviously fake like it wasn't like painted to look like a gun it was literally just gray pvc pipe piece of wood brian's gun on the side um and like a i think a screw mm. it was just a screw put <laughs> on it to keep the the, the pipe on oh but um it worked and that was the very first halloween costume I ever made but the best part was the camo worked because it was hunting camo so there were bits from that for at the age of seven where i remember scaring the ever-loving crap out of some of my friends parents because i would like go to the house and then when no one was really paying attention or looking at me i would veer off go into like the brush or like the hedges or the trees or whatever and then There'd be that moment of, where's Bre- hey, did anyone see Brendan? Where's Brendan at? And then I would jump up, ah! And then, like, oh, goodness gracious, <laughs> Brendan, don't do that. And, but it would happen, but I did it several times that night, and they'd get progressively more irritated <laughs> because of how often I could disappear out of their sight. So, yeah, that was um, the, the night I scared, uh, scared my friend's parents, and one of them peed a little. Mm. Yeah, one of them got genuinely terrified that I had gotten lost or taken, and I jumped out of the bushes. And the and I remember it was one of my hockey buddies' moms. Oh my goodness, Brendan, you made me pee a little. <laughs> I remember <laughs> laughing really hard. I laughed so hard at that that a bunch of my soda cans were all shaken up really bad. <laughs> oh my god! Right. How about you, man? Uh, your most memorable Halloween costume. See, and- oh yeah, and I also had uh 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 
I found my dad's uh, shoe polish, and I did, like, streaks on my oh, face, yeah. which was an awful idea because my mom had to clean that off of my face And that shoe polish don't come on. No. Um, no. For me, it was – see, the, I, I posed the question, and then it's difficult for me to choose because really? growing up, my I had a lot of fun costumes growing up, and oh, a yeah. lot of them my mom made. She Ooh. was – like, she was – she – had skills with skills to pay the bills when it came to the sewing machine. And like nice. we, my brother and I went as tomatoes one year. We were M&M's nice. one year. But the one that I remember that like forms the cockles of my heart the most is right. I would I believe it was in grade five. Yes. Grade five. Okay. So back then from oh, about grade three to grade five, I I had grown my hair out and I had my hair down. It was like a shoulder length and I had it in a ponytail in the back and shaved underneath. Like as it was style mm-hmm. time. But yeah. Um <laughs> when I didn't have my hair in the ponytail, I was often mistaken as a girl because I'm very I'm 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 gorgeous, let's face it. So <laughs> The one year I'm glad one of you thinks so. Uh-huh. <laughs> so in grade five, my mom and I came up with this idea for a costume where we took that hair and we combed it over to the side. And my mom went to a thrift store and she found like an old cheap wedding dress and a and an old suit that were both about my size. And she tailored them together so that it was a split straight down the middle. And it was like on on. On my left, I was, it was a female, like we did makeup on me, stuffed the dress, had the the left side was the wedding dress. And then on the right was the suit and the slicked hair and like drew a mustache and stubble and or like a subtle facial hair type thing. And I remember it so fondly because at that time, for whatever, that was the year that like parents could come to the school when we had our Halloween party and see like the costume parade. And my mom told me afterwards, she said that at the end, because it was was grade five, she said there was a few parents that were very concerned as the the parade went because they could only see me from the left. And they were very, (laughs) they had, they had pity for the poor girl who had developed so early because it (laughs) it was a very bustuous dress that we had stuffed. And they were like, that poor girl. And so, yeah. It's it's good to know that you were a top heavy female as a child. Very much so. Yeah. That's it. Can't, well, I can't uh, can't deny not. the world these features. Like my uh, god, me, me traumatizing adults and you being traumatized. <laughs> being traumatizing. <laughs> like confusing yep. the adults. Yeah. Concerning even. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that's a nostalgia trip. I don't know about you, but I think now's a good time to take a little bit of a break, and then we'll come mm-hmm. back and we'll talk about a couple movies we watched. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go raid the can. We watched. We watched. We watched a double creature feature: Wallace and Gromit and the Were Rabbit, and and Frankenweenie. Yeah. So go get yourself some candy treats. Go don a costume, and we'll be right back. We'll miss you. <laughs> 
Greetings, mortals. My name is Promotatron, and I have snuck on to the Two Bees podcast to remind you to subscribe to the Capuana Companions TikTok and Instagram pages, and also the Beegrim Gaming Twitch channel. <laughs> they'll never realize I'm here promoting their things, and they'll never be the wiser. <laughs> award-winning customer service in your back pocket really that's who? fascinating who is this person that said this? he's not working today <laughs> they gave him the day off uh, but yeah so we are back we watched a couple of creature feature movies yeah we did went old i kind of want to i kind of want to start off with a true creature uh a creature of such stature and fuzzy ferocity keep your vegetables under lock and key ladies and gentlemen and anyone in between because we have stumbled upon wallace and gromits and the curse of the were-rabbit that's a wolf but close enough um they do i, I tried movie. finding a sound effect for a were-rabbit and they don't exist yeah they do uh they extra. do howl in the movie. That's true. That's true. That's the thing that they do. Uh I love Wallace and Gromit. Yep. Um many people have I've I've heard it actually several times that Wallace and Gromit are the equivalent to uh Bugs Bunny and Daffy. Uh to England that Bugs Bunny and Daffy are to America. Or even Mickey Mouse and uh Donald. Mm. Um it's a uh and I, I could definitely see that because um, the studio that uh, creates Wallace and Gromit, they have gone above and beyond in terms of quality, in terms of character design, in terms of animation and action and editing. And like they are like our Ardman animations. OK. And 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 uh, I think. uh. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah, it's art. Yeah, it's Ardman, Ardman Animations. I'd look that up again. Um, they have like constantly pushed how far they could go with stop motion animation. Absolutely. Um, one of my favorite shorts, and I don't remember it off the top of my head. I think it's Close Shave. Um, where uh, I have to I have to look it up really quick. But it's um, well, Close Shave, and then there's another one involving a penguin. Oh yeah, um, yeah, 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 yeah on the fill on the tracks yeah with the with the way that where grommets where grommets like feeding the train track to move the train along yeah, yeah. wrong trousers yes that's the name of yes it. with the metal yes. with the robot pants yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah. love it um yeah uh, uh close shave and wrong trousers by far my favorite wallace and gromit um i love sean the sheep also made from ardman uh originally sean the sheep featured in wallace and gromit became uh, its own amazing thing. Mm -hmm. Um, goodness gracious! Well, it's a uh, they they are a household name in England, and I'm so glad they brought them to the big screen. Yeah, and I mean, like, and you look at it like where you were saying is the the talent of what they're able to push with stop motion animation. Mm. Like this is not like, and I I mean zero disrespect when I say this, but like where you have stop motion animation like 
Nightmare Before Christmas. Those mm. were like uh, uh, ball and socket joint puppets. Yeah. But they had yeah. like removable pieces, swappable heads to get yep. that effect. Wallace and Gromit, you look in, like it's clay. You can see oh, yeah. thumbprints in the clay. The squash and th- and stretch that they that needs to exist yeah. in Wallace and Gromit. And the fact that it's very much a classic cartoon put into clay. Yeah. And and you look at like Gromit is to me is like the prime example of what they're capable of doing. Because the oh, range of emotion Gromit. and understanding that yes. you get from this character who does not say a sound no, nope. he doesn't bark. He doesn't growl. He doesn't. He's a dog nope. who is Completely so expressive silent. in clay that yep. you never question and go, "What's he thinking?" Like you know, he like rolls mm-hmm. his eyes. He like you can just see the when pain, the scared, confusion. You the, can see the yeah. yeah. You see that slight bulge in the eye when he's like shocked or concerned. Yeah, the hand movement, the 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 way he carries himself, like. And he's very much like the brains of the operation, despite his owner, his his partner being the inventor. Yeah. Um, but he so very much cares for the for for uh, Wallace, like a dog only can. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's amazing how human yet still dog like. I imagine that this is who like Gromit is who Brian was kind of based off of, like Snoopy and and yeah, I uh, see that. Gromit. Um. See, and I like too is. In Wallace and Gromit, there's there's those little puns that are there. It 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 has that kind of humor for adults to appreciate. Oh, like yeah. when they're when the the mayor is there and they're like, "Oh, kiss my carrot! Oh, kiss my baby!" And that one guy comes up and he's like, "I ah, kiss my ar to joke." Like yeah. it's those jokes, and I didn't re- I didn't catch it the first time like years ago when i watched curse of the were rabbit but i caught it this mm-hmm. time did you catch the the homage to the old rankin bass stop motion in this old rankin like bass. like uh rankin bass was the one that did like uh Zombie? no 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 uh, oh no no uh jack frost yeah yeah and, yeah, yeah. Uh, rudolph the red yeah. reindeer yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah. um the so the mayor what was the callback the so the mayor in Wallace and Gromit, the mayor of the uh-huh. town is, um, uh, mayor. I had it, tipped my tongue, and now I'm losing it. Mm. Uh, Burgermeister. Burger, yes, the Burgermeister, and so that's a call. Oh, actually, back back in the <laughs> oh, ranking yeah. match, there was a went yeah. in the yeah. uh when like Santa Claus, Santa Claus, yeah, Santa Claus is the, the guy town, who yeah. ran the town who was banding toys all across was the Burgermeister, Meister Burger, Meister Burger, and if you yeah. look him up. He looks not too dissimilar to Burgermeister in oh, Curse of the yeah. Were Rabbit. I, I don't know now. if it's an official like Easter egg callback, yeah. but to me, I couldn't help but see though. that and it made me smile. Because he's the only how... one that doesn't look yeah. like a Wallace and Gromit character. They all have that yeah. like the big teeth, the rounded head, the ears on the side, the and eyes. he's got that like yeah. upper that bottom lip that sticks. That yeah, yeah, like Meister. Yeah. yeah, yeah, interesting. Yeah. I like that. Not well, fair enough. Uh, do you know that Rankin Bass did a Halloween special? I did. I haven't seen it, but I found that. Yeah, I think it's. I looked it's at like a monster party or something. Something like that. It was a couple of years ago. I was going through the list of like Rankin because I was like, I always assumed I knew them all because it was like, oh, you know, you grew up watching the Little Drummer Boy and 
uh, like, Peter Cottontail, uh, those kind of things. And you were like, yeah, I, I, like I got Easter them all. Bunny. Peter, yeah, yeah, Peter Cottontail is great. Yeah, with the an iron tail. Yeah. Put one oh, foot yeah. in front of the other. The other. Soon yep. you'll be walking out the door. Yep. Love that. That was a. But that was a. It, it is Halloween. I don't want to commit sacrilege against Halloween. And I don't, if your yes, wife is wife. listening to this, she'll try to kill you. She, she's, in, she's in the house. I have to be quiet. <laughs> the logo is coming from inside the house. Oh, God. <laughs> Podcast is coming from inside the house. Oh, yeah. I found out that a lot of the Rankin Bass uh, stop motion dolls um, were sold a number of years ago. A lot of them got sold to individual individual collectors. Oh, I would have thought that would have ended yeah. up in a museum. Yeah. Well, I'm sure I think the did, Santa Claus, but... I think Santa from Rudolph ended up in a museum. Yes. Yeah. And same was, with Hermes he and Rudolph. He was pretty worse for wear when they got him. Oh, speaking of uh, the, 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 the claymation, by the way. Yeah. Um, I gotta tell you, the way I I love how beautifully fuzzy they made the were rabbit yeah. in this movie. Uh, because all the regular rabbits are just made with regular brown or dark gray just or whatever clay. clay. Yeah. yeah, and then you have the were rabbit, which is just bristling with fur, and like the transformation sequences so are so beautifully oh. done. Like, oh god, you could tell this movie took like two years two plus years of shooting it felt like yeah like some of the shots in this movie like oh and the um so this is a weird one because like we're kind of we're like we're not really spoiling much we're just gushing over how much we love the series because like okay so this movie's an homage just to clarify everyone out there and yes spoilers yada, yada yada this movie's an homage to horror movies as a whole but it isn't a parody it doesn't really make fun of anything it just sort of adds its own comedic spin on uh tropes that work yeah um, like uh, 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 visual stings and jump scares, all these things are in the movie, but they respect the medium. They don't, or they they respect the style. They don't make fun of it. So it's all these things that occur in horror films: suspenseful moments, the action scenes, build up, stuff like that uh, that cause anxiety. But they do it in such a way that it's within universe, doesn't take itself seriously, but still works as a horror movie. Yeah. Um, it's not scary, but the things that occur are scary to the citizens. And I've never witnessed somebody care for vegetables as much as I've seen this entire film. <laughs> the, uh, the, the entire, the entire town, town that like are they, vegetable aficionados. To the point where they have car alarms on their greenhouses. Mm-hmm. In a in a town that or cares stand up at in yeah. a town that cares this much about grandiose vegetables. Yep. Who's the, the jerk going around sabotaging? You would be the I lowest know. of the low oh, in yeah. that. And you'd be, you'd be ran shunned out of town. and banished if you were found mm-hmm. out that you stepped on Mr. Erickson's prized zucchini. Like, but everybody in town's got like triple locked and car alarmed on their greenhouses. And it's it adds to that level of, of like wittiness. Yeah, one of my favorite. What was your okay? Before we move on to the second, the the other movie. What was your favorite gag in the movie? Mm. The airplane dogfight. Yeah, between uh, Winston and Gromit. <laughs> Specifically for me, scene. for me, the like the yeah. prime is when the airplane runs out of coins. Yeah, and they stop. Yeah. Well, yeah. And Gromit pulls out his like reaches into his like 
dog yeah. pocket and he's like oh Bust i got the chain i've got like two <laughs> pennies i got a button he's like oh what that doesn't got? so then like the, the evil dog pulls out his like fancy embroidered change purse and he's yep. looking through oh i yep. have a dime click yep. all right let's go. go back oh it's and dramatic <laughs> <laughs> that's what i mean man like they have so many of these like classic like uh, 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 uh film stings that make so so much of the, oh god like that that just make every scene in this movie that's tongue-in-cheek yeah that much more like interesting and suspenseful and fun that the scene um, where it's a really good Halloween movie yeah. that incidentally works really well as an Easter movie. Yeah, that bit where <laughs> the when broke. they're like fighting again and they're fighting in the greenhouse and uh, mm. the, the bad guy stabs the lady's hair with the pitchfork. I really like her. Oh, I really yeah. like your hair pinned back like that. <laughs> Wallace, like when Wallace turns back into yep. human and then he's standing there naked. So they put the cheese box and the cheese box has a sticker that says contains nuts on it. <laughs> yeah like yeah. it's those little I liked, those uh, little jokes my, mine i i really uh in terms of like food gags uh when uh the the hunter dude loses his loses his toupee and he winds up making a new one out of cotton candy yeah his land and in it the somehow machine. survives the majority of the rest of the fight and it's better than his <laughs> hair in the first place <laughs> yeah i would cheer more for this guy if he had the cotton candy <laughs> pompadour i'm just saying <laughs> Um, but yeah, it, like, this is the sort of movie that I don't want to gush too much about because as much as I love it, I don't want to spoil a lot of it for those of you who haven't seen it because Wallace and Gromit holds a very like special place in my love of animation um, because it shows that you can have uh, because see, like, here's the thing is like a lot of people when they view animation and this is why I hate the Oscars, by the way, um, they have like a best animation mm. category. But it's not, that's not the genre. No. That's the medium. So whenever I see, like, best animation, and they pick whatever, like, at one point it was, like, Frozen, I'm like, but there were significantly more interesting films that came out that year that were more beautifully animated, more, like, like critically acclaimed, beautiful, and also, like, like in some cases, loaded with, like, amazing musical numbers that get completely outshadowed because they don't have a separate animation animation winners or don't include animations in the fil normal film categories. Um, it's a travesty and I can't stand it. And it make it drives me up the wall. Yeah. Rant over. Um, but this is the sort of movie that I, guys, you gotta, I, I guarantee this is one of those, like I watch it every year movies. Yeah. I was going to watch it anyway this year. And I'm glad I watched it for the podcast yep. because Cause yeah, it's, it's this, you put it, you put yeah. it in your roster. It's like those yeah. every year you focus, focus, you got your wear rabbit, like just yep. throw it in the roster. It's, it's yeah. an hour of a good time. You won't a chip chipmunks, the chipmunks meet the wolf man. Yep. Everything's gonna be alright. Don't you be afraid when things go bump in the night. Get closer to me and baby, hold on tight, cause everything is gonna be alright. Love that. Love that special. It's that's one of my favorite musical specials by far. Side note, y'all just you need to watch all of Mona the Vampire. <laughs> I'm just gonna put it out there. Uh that's an old callback. Oh, love it. Right. Mona the Vampire. We did not watch uh, that cartoon. No. So we should, and you should. Go watch Wallace uh, and Gromit Wear Rabbit. We yep. also watched Frankie Weenie, sticking with the stop, the stop motion. 
We wanted to go yeah. with something like we sticking with the stop motion stylings, but mm. I mean, keep it the theme. Yeah, keep it the theme. Uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. We've seen it time and time and time again. It's been talked about yep. to death. So we figured we go a little bit more obscure and go with uh, still Tim Burton, still his yep. stylings, but yep, maybe something that's not been seen as often. Funnily enough, about Frankenweenie, originally started out as a short. Yep. Um, made by Tim Burton. Yep. Um, which eventually like, that's how his styling started. Yep. Eventually became a actual film. Um, it's fine too because Disney didn't want uh, to touch it because it was uh, it didn't consider it family friendly enough. Yeah. So Tim went off on his own, wanted to do his own thing, and I uh, thank goodness he did because we got some amazing films out of it. Some. Not as amazing films, but still really visually appealing and interesting films. Yeah. Side note, if I ever, like, I, I would love to go ahead and run a D&D game in Tim Burton's version of Wonderland. Ooh. That would be sick. Yeah. Um, anywho, uh, the uh, Frankenweenie itself uh, became a film, and then uh, a remake was technically done, because the original was a short film, if I remember correctly. Um, might not be. I might have to look that up again. Um, but... Uh, the it, it, this is another movie that is just and i mean just loaded uh complete oh yeah 1984 frankenweenie yep um yeah live action film that came out uh absolutely wonderful love letter to all things horror if you guys want a highlight there's a character with the last name van helsing there's a character literally named victor Frankenstein. There's literally a character who is just straight up Igor, hunchback and all, yep. with Igor face. Yep. Um, there's the only there's thing missing so... from him is the name Igor. Yeah, yeah. I think his last name's literally Igor, Igor yeah. or whatever the heck. Um, it's a um, man. This this movie is so heartwarming. It's a it's a boy and his dog film. Yeah, right. Um. And it's a, it, it's a, it has so many little homages to all the other horror movies that have come from the past. Nosferatu, Frankenstein, the original Godzilla movies. Um, there's, uh, 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 what's his, uh, oh, no, the, so the mummy, uh, the, kids, the, mummy the, the well. kid's name was, uh, and Boris Karloff, the kid, the, the, the Igor character, yeah. his name is Edgar E. Gore. Yes. Edgar E. Gore. That's right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, there's also a character who's literally, um, uh, I don't remember his name, but he's basically just Boris Karloff. He's the kid, he's the kid that owns the mummy hamster. Uh, that was, uh, uh, where is he? What is his name? Well, apparently um, I'm going through the, like the casting. One of the, mm-hmm. one of the characters, one of the, Nasser. Jeff, Jeff Bennett voiced, and I quote, giant sea monkeys oh you know the name of the uh you know the name of the weird girl uh weird girl in the movie the weird girl yeah that with the with the beady eyes uh, and her psychic cat, psychic poop cat no i don't yeah her name's weird girl in the, in the, in the credits <laughs> that's, a, that's quite a stretch i wonder how they came up with that uh, excellent yeah. writing um and speaking of uh, speaking of quite the stretch, by the way, kind of interesting how the only diversity hire on this cast happens to be Asian and smart because he yeah. just needs to be smart. <laughs> um, yeah, no, there's uh, this movie's really fun. Um, I love Frank and Weenie for a few for a few big reasons. Uh, aside from it being an homage to all things wonderful and horror, um, 
I love how the parents are the most, like, loving and caring and, like, they genuinely give a crap in the in what the main character is doing and, like, uh, and, and their interests. Yeah. Like, Victor loves science. Parents, man, it's really good that our kid loves science. I wish he had more friends, but he loves science, so it's pretty, he's got something going on. And true and, like, form when, is the when, American parent. Hey, our kid loves science. Yeah. He should do sports ball. Yeah. Well, just to clarify, though, it's because they want him to make some friends. And, like, at least, because, truth be told, the only friend that he makes in this movie actively steals his ideas and then basically gives causes them, hands them out town. to the rest of the town. Yeah, gives them to a bunch of other kids who weren't trying to raise their pets out of love, <laughs> but were trying to raise their pets to win the science fair. Side note, favorite character in this movie, uh, gotta be the invisible goldfish. Straight <laughs> up. Uh, best acting I've ever seen. Um, out of a fish on camera, beat just blue Nemo right out of the water. See, the um, other... Hope you all enjoyed all those uh, aquatic puns. By the way, I did that just for you. Yeah, uh, <laughs> one of the things that like I I going back to like admiring the art styles that is mm. this studios is again like we have that uh, in the background all of the mm. details of things that are moving and animated that. Oh, didn't need to be there but add so much to scenes when they are there yeah there's a lot of background visual gags yeah. uh funnily enough also in curse of the way rabbit lots of background like when toddy uh side note just going back a little bit uh toddy the love interest for wallets for the movie uh this is one bit where she gets like introduced and like why why i i don't think there needs to be any more violence and she's got like a halo effect yeah a lamp above her head and fake angel wings behind her from like a little mini statue love that and then it cuts love and then it cuts to that. the bad guy who like steps in front of a pitchfork and gets horns yes <laughs> yes <laughs> <sighs> anyway sorry frank and weenie frank and weenie. um the art style uh you were saying yeah and um, and it and to me it, it it gave me that nostalgia effect because the weird girl and her cat. Yep. You get that effect where I don't know if this was, I'm assuming this was like their usual, like socket ball puppetry stop motion, mm. because that's what Tim Burton was known for. But you can yeah. see it in the fur of the cat where oh, the yeah. fur moves. The cat's yeah, yeah, not yeah, moving, yeah. but you can see movement in the fur because that's how yeah. the puppetry works. You you move the puppet ever so slightly and your hand bumps the fur strands. You can't help it. And mm -hmm. just that subtle little touch, even if it was digital, was such a nice addition that it, it sells the whole thing. Mm. Yeah, it makes it feel alive. Yeah. And then we and get the into, put into this. And I mean, the movie up to like the halfway point or whatever, up to that climax point where all of the animals regenerate. Yeah. It was an okay movie, but when we get to that point and we get to see Tim Burton's creature brains wake up and just yeah. make these like twisted and when he weird this and... goblin person. Yeah. When the cat turned into the weird flying that monkey thing. demon thing. Yeah. Like yeah. that's Tim Burton. That's what we're here for. Yep. And at the same time, on the flip side, I still love that um Tim Burton's general spooky odd aesthetic still comes through and just how they like the whole movie's in black and white. Yeah. Which right off the bat, okay, now we're looking at classic classic Americana films right off the bat. This is all Boris Karloff era, whatever. But like 
even in the absence of color, it's still a beautifully colorful world because of the, all the background detail, all the character animation, all the facial animation, the eyes, the mouths, when people act, how they move. Like you, there's no like the movies in black and white, but there's still, but there's no loss of no. of anything. Um, and I feel like even if this movie was in color, it would have somehow lost something. Um, oh, very much in a so. Weird way, yeah. Like it, it there's, there, there's just some, there, there's just something about how this movie was made and the amount of care that was put into it that makes it more endearing the longer you watch it. Because like Corpse Bride would actually lose something if it lost color. Because the blue skin of the bride and and the the because the the movie is already so muted, but like the ivory keyboards and the the lighting effects and how the movie plays with things like skin tone, mm-hmm. um, with the like with the main somehow like the the person who is dead somehow having more color to them to their <laughs> then, flesh yep. than the main character guy. <laughs> yeah, and like and 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 with it being black and white, is it feels like. The yeah. old like Frankenstein movie where it's it yeah. is black and white. It's simple. It's mm-hmm. we're using a kite to light it up. But every character in this movie, by the way, was done in color and like in classic fashion because there was no such thing as everyone wearing black and white clothing. Yeah, it's it was in color. It's just the film was the film couldn't pick up color at the time, and they did the exact same thing for this. Uh, Sparky and Victor and everybody, aside from having like the pale faces and stuff, um. For the most part, like there's still color on the actual sets that they made. Yeah, it's just and it's, through that film that we, and so you yeah. get that that array of different tones that read very well. And like Man, it's only. it's black and white, but you're never watching it going. I can't I can't make out what's going on on the screen. Like it's too dark. Yep. Like, there are movies and stuff today in color that I can't see worth a darn in scenes because it's just black. And you're like, eh, can like so Hollywood, black. if I could, if we could just do it aside, can you stop putting stupid brown, gray or dark blue filters on your movies? It doesn't make them look better. It makes them look muddy. Yeah. It just, you put a layer of crap on top of a perfectly fine film. Let the camera do the work. Guys, <laughs> like you don't need to add this artificial filter nonsense, dude. Yep. Hate it, man. So many, like even video games. So many of these games, they put just random color filters over their Sepia stuff. Tone makes, makes it look edgy. Ow. Yeah. Just ruin it. Ruins the visual aesthetic of your of your game. Yeah. And movie and short and whatever. But. If you're gonna use it like lean into it you know or play with color on the actual sets and stuff don't rely on a after effect nonsense to go ahead and Mm -hmm. fix your film true story anyway my rant um (laughs) so yeah frank and rini it's another one that it's worth a watch um Mm -hmm. i i enjoyed it i didn't enjoy it as much as wallace and gromit yeah and it's a much more muted film. I, yeah. I, I knew I've, I've seen both. And like what I did was I watched Wallace and Gromit after I watched Frank and Weenie. Mm. Um, because when you watch something like Wallace and Gromit first, then Frank and Weenie, it's like you got that high octane. Everything is wonderful. Everything is so like live action and, and bouncy and fun. And then Frank and Weenie in that Tim Burton, very muted, very minimalist sort of acting style yeah. feels not as interesting <laughs> until the ending. Take, um, take a so guess yeah, which and, uh, order I did. Yeah, the the one the non optimal one. Yes. <laughs> yep, that'll happen. 
Yeah. Uh, but either way, no, both movies, great really films, good though. movies. Well worth your watches. Yeah. If you haven't seen them, watch them. If you have yep. seen them, watch them again. Yeah. And, and honestly, out there, like, you know, I, we want to hear, like, what are your favorite Halloween uh, Halloween guilty pleasures or regular pleasures from uh, from your, your glory days as children to even as adults now. Let us know what uh what what you guys love yeah in the from, comments from the halloween season leave a comment it. let us know yeah what's your favorite halloween movie your your nostalgic costume and your favorite candy while you're down there make yeah. sure you like Let's... and subscribe let people know about yep. it so we can we share and We'd grow and do good things yeah uh anyway brayden yes i feel like whenever you you see a a a wonderful uh you see that wonderful scene of kids out having fun trick-or-treating making their memories it always like brings me back to a uh to to it's almost like a a time where you didn't have to worry about as much you didn't have to you, you didn't have to deal with taxes you didn't have to deal with nothing i.e being a kid um do you have any got you got any inspirational quotes I from your childhood i do in fact i yeah. have inspiration inspirational Let's bring quotes the audience from, back yes back again we'll go back in time travel with me here we go we're going back to my childhood and it was a halloween I, we were out trick-or-treating and i'll remember that my, top. my older cousin chad used to always mm. say to us before we'd go out and he would say remember when you're cousin, when you're trick or treating, you should wear reflective strips so that you can be spotted. And after when we go out egging houses, you should wear black. Good night, everybody. <laughs> Criminality. <laughs> hey guys, it's Brendan. I just want to thank you so much for listening in, and just to let you all know that we record at 9:30 MST on Riverside every Wednesday. And please, if you'll join us, like, share, subscribe. It'd mean the world to us. All right. Thank you so much. Bye.